there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, so that's a wrap on the NFL's regular season. We're going to look ahead to the playoffs coming up at the end of the podcast. We'll give you some insight on how you may want to play your daily fantasy lineups with Super Wild Card Weekend on the horizon. You can get Mike on X at Swollen Dome. You can find myself at Dan Byer on Fox. And our executive producer is Ryan Bershinger, who's hanging out as well. Uh, you can find him on social media at Ryan Bershinger. All right, guys, as we look back at the 2023 season, it is now 2024. I thought it could be kind of fun to give an exercise of just when we look back at the fantasy season that it was. If I were to give this statement, this was the season of blank. And I don't think that there's one right answer. I think that there are multiple answers that we could fit into this. But, Mike, I throw it out to you first. If I were to say the 2023 fantasy season was the season of blank, What's a name that pops up in your head? Well, I think the guy that would stand out would, and we've talked about it a little bit, would be McCaffrey. Just mm-hmm. because in a year, 
And, and look, the overall stats are deceiving. We'll get into that a little bit more as we go on, fellas. But, you know, on a week-to-week basis, he was like the the old Ronco overnight you know, infomercials, the set it and forget it, right, with your rotisserie chicken or whatever, yeah. is that you weren't worried that you were suddenly going to have a four-point performance. There weren't very many players that we had that same experience with, particularly guys you would have drafted in the first round. Uh, think about Kelsey. Think about some of these other guys where you were throwing stuff against your television or against your wall because of the ineptitude uh, and disappearing acts. With McCaffrey, we never worried about that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Just catch. When I look back, and we, now I know Bershinger knows these names, so I'm not trying to insult him. What I'm trying to Thank do you. is age-wise. <laughs> Mike, when we say Marshall Falk, Priest Holmes, LaDainian Tomlinson, like those were the automatic names, yeah, right? Certainly. I mean, I'm looking at LaDainian Tomlinson's 2006 numbers right here. And there was a span from uh, week 7 to week 15 where he had 183 yards rushing and two touchdowns, 172 yards and three touchdowns, 104 yards and four touchdowns, 105 yards and three touchdowns, 109 yards and two touchdowns, 178 yards and two touchdowns, 103 yards and three touchdowns, 199 yards and two touchdowns. And I didn't even talk about his receiving yards. Okay, I didn't even like th- th- <laughs> those were his stats. So it's crazy. But to your point, like what Christian McCaffrey did didn't match those numbers, but for how poorly the running back position was this year, oh, yeah. those numbers might as have been the numbers that mm-hmm. I just read off because it was such an advantage if you had him on your team. I would love to know a percentage of like how many title teams had Christian McCaffrey because the guy that won our league – had Christian McCaffrey. And by the way, they may have gotten screwed because of the injury against, you know, that he had in Washington. Right. Maybe bad timing. But at least if he did title game, I'd have to say 50% just because of how dominant he was compared to anybody else that was a running back. Maybe not named Kyron Williams or Raheem Mostert. But it was leaps and bounds better than everybody. No, you're right. I'd seen the stat that it was 59% oh, wow. going into the title game. And, you know, you look at a, from a PP. Actually, that's the standard. Let's, uh, let's blow it up even more. <laughs> From a PPR standpoint, he was 100 points better than number two, who you wouldn't <laughs> believe is number two. <laughs> who is yeah. number two? Brees Hall. Yeah. Who, <laughs> scored, wait, who scored 100 of his 290.5 points in the final three weeks of the season. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He will not make our segment of thousand yard rushers, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> but, but, uh, Jet show. Yes. Uh, I, I was told there would be no math. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I think that Christian McCaffrey is an, is an absolute no brainer when you're talking about the season of blank. I'll give you another name to throw in mm-hmm. uh, Puka Nakua. Sure. Because he is the guy that you pick up in week one. And use your, you know, waiver priority to the best of your ability and try to cash in. And then you think to yourself, okay, when Cooper Cup comes back, at least I've got, you know, two or three weeks or, you know, with this. I things should be, you know, back to normal with the Rams, but I'll ride this wave for two or three weeks. Little did we realize it was gonna be hundred and sixty targets, almost fifteen hundred yards, only at six touchdowns, but still, um, to have 105 receptions from a guy you very likely did pick up on waivers or just took a flyer on late in a draft, 
I think that's every fantasy person's dream, and you have to have – I actually shouldn't say you have to have that guy, but it makes your season so much easier when you, like, cashed in on a late-round flyer, and that's what I think fantasy is about. So Puka Nakua is my, uh, was the first name that popped up into my head. PPR number four. Wow. That's, that's where he was yardage-wise. I, uh, I, I, was in a, I was in a mix. I would say about half the leagues that I was in, people drafted him. The other half, uh, they did not. So it was a free agent pickup or a waiver wire after week one. But that's uh, Puka was, the, was actually the first name that I even wrote on the list. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing, amazing season, obviously. Playoff games still to be done. But you look at over the course of the year, only, what, four games where you finish with fewer than 10 points in PPR leagues. Mm. Yeah, it's nice to have. In our guillotine league, he was clutch, you know, for that reason. Sure. You know, as well. Burst, you got any ideas? The season of blank? Um, if I if I if I narrow in on one name here, uh the the name that I was also considering was C D Lamb. Um mm-hmm. was because of especially what he did at the end of the season and uh and carrying teams in the postseason. He was wide receiver one in week seventeen. Uh, just completely dominant. It's <laughs> 13 catches on 17 targets for 227 yards and a touchdown. Brought um, me to a title, so uh, I, I have to send him uh, a gift basket. Exactly. After after uh, the Cowboys buy in Week 7, uh, C.D. Lamb finished as a top three wide receiver on the week five times, along with a wide receiver five finish, a nine, a ten. Wow. Uh, yeah, it just just absolutely dominant. And when you had, you look at like the 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 top of wide receivers this year. And yeah, Justin Jefferson was great out of the gate, and then he got hurt. Uh, and especially when he came back, he still wasn't putting up the normal Justin Jefferson level of production. Uh, Jamar Chase had his issues uh, all season. Uh, he also had his injuries, but even when he was healthy, he wasn't. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow had 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 his injuries, and then he was up and down with Browning. So. Uh, when uh, obviously Tyree Kill did thrive, and he's another name that you can go with here as well. But uh, because of what Lamb especially did in the postseason, uh, I, I think that that level of of production, that jump that C.D. Lamb gave teams, uh, yeah, it's I, I think it goes without notice. He's going to be drafted very highly next season. I had C.D. Lamb take me to the title game, but then went up against. Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. in the championship game. And you want to talk about coming through when it matters the most. Uh, five touchdown passes in that game. And so he would be another name I would throw in, our likely MVP uh, for the 2023 NFL season. I I had Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, you know, another name. But uh, you talked about just when it, showing up when it means the most. I think Lamar Jackson did that in Week 17. Yeah, I'd throw up one other name just because uh, it's fun and his availability for his team's playoff game in question, but Sam Laporta to become mm-hmm. yeah. tight end number one. Crazy. <laughs> just absolutely insane <laughs> yeah. uh, what he was able to do. Uh, finishes nine points. You want to guess who ended up second? Uh, Kittle? Evan Ingram. Oh, I actually got to number right. two with a big 23.9 performance in week 18. Uh, finishing out the top five, Kelsey finished third. Shocking, I know, mm. given what we saw, especially down the stretch, because he was useless. Uh, Hawkinson, despite missing the final two games of the season. And then George Kittle was fifth. 
<laughs> oh, interesting. Jeez. And these, this all goes into my idea where I think that ultimately this was the season of searching. Because if you look back on the fantasy season and the NFL season as a whole, uh, throughout much of the season, we had this constant discussion of who is the MVP, and people were kind of like, well, I, I guess it's Brock Purdy. And then for a while it was, I guess it's Lamar Jackson, and then Lamar Jackson really shined in the last couple weeks. So you're like, okay, it's definitely Lamar Jackson. But overall, I, especially from a fantasy perspective, it was a lot of us going like, well, Mahomes is going to step up eventually, right? Like Mahomes and Kelsey is going to cash at some point. Like, you know, our, like I mentioned with guys like Jamar Chase and – uh, I, you know, Tony Pollard or or um, uh, you know, Saquon or uh, all of these guys, a lot of guys, especially at the top of drafts, you went throughout the season kind of riding a roller coaster with plenty of guys. And the names that we've mentioned are, are guys who carried teams and it didn't feel like there were as many this year as there have been in years past. It felt like a lot of a lot of your more reliable starters would disappear for for many times on end and you kind of had to really ride a roller coaster throughout the season if you didn't have a McCaffrey or a Tyreek Hill or a CeeDee Lamb. Uh, so yeah, I think overall it feels like it was the season of searching in the NFL because the guys that you expected to have huge production did sometimes, but not all the time. And because of that, numbers were kind of all over the place. One other point I want to bring out because we, we have the Tommy DeVito era. We had the Josh mm-hmm. Dobbs era and that's more of general fantasy stuff or excuse me, general NFL for fantasy purposes. I think there was the Devon Achan era mm-hmm. where like remember remember those three weeks? Sure. How great they were. And you know, Raheem Mostert goes on and scores eighteen touchdowns this season. But after Achan did what he did against the Broncos, you know, I was ready to say, you know, goodbye Raheem Mostert. But I mean the three the three weeks of eighteen carries two oh three, eight carries one oh one and 11 carries, 151, and then the knee injury pops up and have five touchdowns just on the ground in, in that, you know, in those three games. I mean, that's for all the Lynn Sanity moments that maybe have maybe have been the most because uh, that was crazy. He actually looked, you know, pretty spry against the Bills in the regular season finale. But that three week stretch, <laughs> maybe he would have taken over McCaffrey if he uh, right. just would have stayed healthy. Just insane, right? He he missed. <laughs> Let's call it for for sake of argument. Half the season, still finished RB twenty one in PPR leagues. <laughs> he was literally uh, two point eight points uh, behind Najee Harris. Wow. <laughs> I, I believe he was still kind of like running back ten or something when he returned from his injury. That's right. Like he was. That's right. He was at an insanely high level even then because yeah, people just weren't catching up to those gigantic uh, production games. Yeah. In, those... in in my dynasty league, I actually offered because it's my first season of of dynasty. Um, I my team was doing incredibly well. I had Devon A. Chan, and uh, I I actually while he was injured, I offered him. Devon Achan and a first rounder for Christian McCaffrey, and I'm like, on one hand, I'm 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 trying to gauge because I've never done Dynasty before. I'm like, mm-hmm. either I'm giving up way too much or uh, I'm giving up not not enough at all, and I have no idea. But I'm just gonna go for it. Uh, he never touched it. I, that never happened. And the wow. guy on McCaffrey ended up winning the title. So yeah, you know. well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> one last name, fellas. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the greatness that was Kyron Williams. 
Mm-hmm. Another yes. guy who missed time with injury yep. still finishes as RB4. That offense, too, can provide a lot for you. That's why Cam Akers was so hot, right? Todd Gurley. Uh, I mean, like, now you think of next year and what the Rams could be in building. In, and, and this was a – I don't want to say it was a year too late because it's not right, but we thought Kyron Williams maybe was going to be the guy last year. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, look out for – you know, and then the Rams had such an abysmal season, but – yeah, he was really good in the second half of the year. And yeah. when he came back off of that injury. Yeah, so he was, standard he was number four, PPR number seven. But you look at, I mean, again, that's putting you into, you know, McCaffrey, then Brees Hall, again, three three huge weeks make that. Uh, ETN, Rashad White, Raheem Mostert, despite missing two games and parts of others. Uh, Joe Mixon, would you guys have believed that one? No, no, <laughs> and then uh, Kyron Williams. Uh, wow, I know, you know Bijan's still number nine, guys. Yay. From all of the slander, <laughs> uh, I cannot, I cannot give Bijan any award considering how high I think I was and so many were on his season. And then mm-hmm. you know Arthur's well, you blame theme. him, blame yeah. Arthur Smith. Yeah. It's Arthur's Arthur's theme is don't play <laughs> my star uh, running back. Fake injury reports, whatever the heck that was. Bruce, you were going to say something? <laughs> I was just uh, wrapping up the thoughts on Kyron Williams. I know I've mentioned it a couple times here, but to close it out, uh, the team that I had Kyron Williams on, I picked him up after week one. Uh, the f- the finishing record is without Kyron Williams on my roster, I was 0-6. I was 10 and 1 with Kyron Williams on my roster. There you go. So, sure helps. So that's, uh, yeah, I'll be keeping him in that league, and that's uh, that's very exciting. All right, well, our look back at the 2023 fantasy season continues next. Plus, later on, Harmon's going to give us some rankings and some numbers if you're going to play daily fantasy uh, during the playoffs. Uh, he's Mike Carmen, Ryan Bershing, our executive producer, is here. I'm Dan Beyer. It's all next year on I Want Your Flex. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to I Want Your Flex. This is maybe my uh, favorite exercise of the year when we blow your mind and you find out really how good certain players stack up against others in the NFL. And he's Mike Carmen. Ryan Bershinger is the executive producer. He's here as well. And uh, guys, we talk about the thousand yard mark as it not being what it once was. And it's definitely true when it comes to uh, the 17 game schedule. But we kind of laid some names down earlier, some surprising numbers when we were talking about the season of blank. But if I were to ask you to guess a number of how many thousand-yard rushers there were in the NFL this past year. By the way, I'll tell you what my guess was before I even looked it up. I thought there were five. I thought that the five Mm -hmm. runners had gotten 1,000 yards. Would you have a guess at how many – Guys got a thousand yards this past year. What's funny is I had for my Sunday show with with Bucky, uh, Bucky Brooks uh, that that I do the uh, the fun and for those unaware, uh, obviously you guys know who the hell Bucky is. Um, I, w- I was looking up milestones, right? Kind of like little yeah. talking mm-hmm. points, and I knew there were like eight guys within range, but I never actually looked at how many had actually crossed it. Sure. So my guess would have been somewhere in that six to eight range. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would say as well, because I had I had saw it a couple weeks ago, like like two weeks ago. There was like three or four guys that were there, and so I I'd figure that maybe one or two of them got past it. So the number ended up being twelve. <laughs> okay, wow. okay, there were that's, twelve. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> All right, but eleven of those twelve finished between eleven hundred and sixty-seven yards and one thousand and five yards. Nice. Now we know that Brees Hall is not a part of that group as we <laughs> talked about last segment because the Jets can't do math. Brutal. But it is amazing to think that we had one running back this year have over twelve hundred yards rushing. Yep. And and it's it's why it, it's one of the many reasons on why Emmett Smith's all time rushing and Mike knows this because we've done shows for years that is the untouchable record in sports. Oh, it's DiMaggio. You are no one is going to top Emmett Smith's career rushing mark because of numbers like that that we just mentioned. That only one person that was Christian McCaffrey who had over fourteen hundred yards, and of how we value running backs. Mm-hmm. Like so, you take that you know double whammy, and there's no way running backs are getting close. I mean, it's maybe why Adrian Peterson played for nineteen different teams you know, at the end of his career and trying to move up that list. But even then you couldn't do it. Like like Emmett Smith's record is safe. And this past season is a perfect example of why we're number two, 1,167 yards this year. It's crazy. And it was Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I think Derrick Henry is the – the example of showing like why that that record is attainable because coming into this season yeah we all knew that he's reaching age 30 and we know that running backs heavily decline at this point but coming into the season we're all like well Derrick Henry's got to be the exception of that right like he's he's a freak sure he had the the weird thing with his foot but he's he he's an absolute monster 
And for much of the season, he was, especially over the last few weeks, just just nothing. And then in week 18, he goes off like crazy. But but coming into that week... Well, he, he, he does that against that squad every right. time out. <laughs> it's true. But that, that was how he was against the Texans, though, coming yep. into this season. And, and he got shut down by the Texans at, at the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they, that's never going to happen because it's just it's the the teams operate don't operate that way anymore and the fact that that running backs uh, that shelf life is is just not what it used to be well and think about it for this year guys is the uh all the we're gonna hold out and screw you club they all sucked yeah yep right i mean pollard got to the thousand yard fine uh but you start going down with josh jacobs austin eckler what do you have 11 carries 10 yards or was it 10 for 11 (laughs) yeah or whatever in his final and look the last month it was all just about his incentives that he Mm -hmm. was trying to reach uh clearly not getting any closer to that keep on going down uh barkley had a nice finish to the year he finishes 38 yards shy of a thousand for the year and now he's already saying well if you're gonna do it just slap the tag on me and let's move on kind of thing but like if you have that impasse of trying to fight for for deals none of these guys help the case no mm-hmm. not at all no Eck, i mean eckler um you know heck they didn't even we didn't think they wanted him and you know I almost said San Diego. Like I'm That's still okay. in that mode. Like, like truly, <laughs> they didn't but, want him there either. <laughs> it's it's true. Yeah, you know, and the and the Taylor thing. Like, even when Jonathan Taylor uh, came back and then was out, Zach Moss, apropos, he was fine. You know, like just another reason of yeah. of why and you know, and there was such a you know hubbub of of, of Saquon Barkley. Now it may be different because the Giants just have nothing but trash you know in in his return but yeah i mean you know even then like yeah it's a struggle um you know for him to do you know anything like his days were saved because of receptions and busted plays and touchdowns if they ever were to get in the red zone because nobody else was scoring but (laughs) yeah that was about it it's truly just about it anybody who and i don't even i don't even think he benefited from it like they didn't win he just added another year of wear and terror on yep. his body. So, yeah, I think your point's well taken. Yeah, I mean, workload splits plus the number of quarterbacks that take care of their own business. Look at – we talked about DeAndre Swift before. All right, yardage, but goal line was all <laughs> Jalen Hurts, you know, going to the fan, owing to the fantasy yep. world, of course. Yeah. But just in general, I mean, they had three other guys – not nearly as good, but still at the ready in most teams, right? Dan, you're, you're Seahawks when you look at Charbonnet and uh, alongside Kenneth Walker the third, the Bears with, hey, shuffle up and deal whoever's healthy on a given week and, and moving on down the line. <laughs> and look at what happened with Josh Jacobs at, at the end of the season as well. The second he got hurt, Samir White was pretty dang good. Yeah, he was ready, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that certainly doesn't bode well for Jacobs. And uh, for us as fantasy owners, we got to be on the lookout because I, I think that it, Zamir White could be in line to to take a huge step forward next mm-hmm. season. That's for another day. Yes. That, that, that's <laughs> because when Jason Stewart on the Thursday, it was the Thursday night game when he, when uh, wasn't it, when against, uh, guess who they play on the Thursday night? a few weeks well, that back. That was the Chargers, wasn't it? Was it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was his debut. Jason's like, do I go Zamir White? And I was just kind of like, 
whatever you know like like because like, i just like it didn't matter like and i know that didn't transition on radio but i did a gesture with my hands like yeah. you know go right ahead yeah, yeah. maybe you should have yeah maybe you should have <laughs> should have gone right ahead the uh the other interesting names uh in this 1000 yard club um Najee harris which i think we knew about because the steelers were making a big deal about it right you know and, and james connor in only 13 games. But if you watch the Cardinals, you saw how effective he was. But, yeah, the Tony Pollard thing. I had Tony Pollard this year, and, uh, you know, he had his long run was 31 yards. Like, that's just, you know, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh, it's just what a, what a mess. Um, Najee Harris's long run was 25. I do have like, – just I have it right in front of me, and those two numbers stuck out. But, yeah, just what a, what a, what a crappy year. Like – we used to be excited when you'd get a thousand yard rusher card in your top oh, pack. Sure. And uh, now if I got a Tony Pollard thousand yard rusher, I'd just throw it in the trash because <laughs> it all just reminds me of how he doomed my fantasy team for a while. Yeah. You literally need to average 55 yards a week to get to a thousand. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Right. Once upon a time, you at least had to crack 60, Dan. <laughs> You don't even have to get there anymore. No, no, you don't. But but it shows, hey, some level of workload, some level of efficiency. But, yeah, certainly doesn't have the same juice that it once did. And, and yes, I have plenty of those uh, mid-'80s, 1,000-yard clubs cards sitting around. I got a nice Jerry Rice. It only came back a PSA 8. Mm. I remember I remember. I got a Bill Brooks. Nice. Yeah, from the Indianapolis Colts. Don't worry, Burst. You don't have to remember it. That's but fine. yeah, these are some. <laughs> these were. These were. These. Put it this way: uh, you probably know Bill Brooks's name more than some of the thousand-yard rushers we had this year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but but you know, like even like like Rashad White, you know, mm-hmm. it came on for the Buccaneers. He didn't even crack the thousand-yard mark. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what to make of it. But yeah, the names. And just to quick run it down: Christian McCaffrey, fourteen fifty-nine. And then it was Derrick Henry with eleven sixty-seven. Kyron Williams, James Cook, DeAndre Swift, James Conner. Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Raheem Mostert, Travis Etienne, and Tony Pollard. Yeah, that's a that's a sad state of affairs. Receivers. You guys want to take a guess? Yeah, let's go. All right. The receivers. Not 10, not 20, 28 receivers went Seriously? over 1,000 wow. yards this wow. past season. Dang. Yes. 27 wide receivers, one tight end. That's what we had. Uh, no running backs. No running backs topped the 1,000-yard mark. And uh, the only tight end to do it was George Kittle. Terry McLaurin was our last one, 1,002 yards wow. in in cracking the 1,000-yard list. And the one who just missed out, the aforementioned Travis Kelsey, 984 this year. Wow. For But, yeah, you had 28 different names crack the 1,000-yard mark for a receiver. That's insane. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And – and some some interesting names as well. Um, Chris Godwin got in, which hmm. I would not thought that the Buccaneers would have two thousand yard receivers again, yeah. but they did. Um, George Pickens, because well. of course he did. You know, <laughs> of course, eleven forty. He actually was sixteenth. Wow. Uh, yeah, and and then DeAndre Hopkins huh. cracked a thousand yards. How about that? Yeah, he tied for or actually twenty first place. 1,057 yards. So there's just some of the names. Nico Collins, obviously, uh, you know, up there, number eight. Your boy DJ Moore, Mike, uh, was sixth. But CeeDee Lamb and obviously Tyreek Hill, number one, were your uh, 
were your main guys, but 28 different 1,000-yard receivers we had this past season. Yeah, that is uh, an insane number. Uh, one of them, uh, I know Garrett Wilson got there. What do you think, guys? He's uh, giving up the number 17 to go to number 5. What do you think? I, I like it, yes. I am down with it. Because maybe Aaron Rodgers can get a former teammate there uh, to the yes. Jets that can actually right. still play football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. I didn't even uh, put two and two together. So that yeah. makes a little sense. Yeah, that's a crazy I, list. I thought he was just going to his college numbers. So that's uh, well. I mean, may, but, maybe, but you know, it sets up a how much can I get? I mean, he's not going to get a uh, a fancy car like Shohei Otani gave to right. you know Kelly's Kelly's wife yeah. or anything, but you know. <laughs> You know, it is an interesting note, though, like now that you just mention it, like next year training camp for the New York Jets is going to be miserable because it was what a ride it was. What a, what a, you know, like a high wire act. And now you're just like, okay, we can't have nice things. We can't pretend to have nice things because things go wrong with us in the regular season. Like it's just going to be misery for a month, hoping nobody gets hurt. And then when the regular season starts, you're sitting there, all right, how they're going to, you know, curse us again. But, oh, man, thank goodness I'm not a Jets fan. But Aaron said that there's no BS this year, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then Jimmy that's Kimmel uh, laid him out in a monologue on Monday night. So, you know, it's all the fun uh, spinning into the offseason. Uh, by the way, fascinating thing about Garrett Wilson, uh, uh, first receiver in NFL history to uh, record over 300 targets uh, through the first two years in the NFL. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Did he uh, get a pass breakup? Because didn't he break up the uh, Zach Wilson, like, almost interception in week one. I remember, I know he was on offense, but I thought he got a pass breakup with PBU. That would be good. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, Look at man, I'm versatile. Pay me. Oh, uh, man. George Pickens got his 1,000 yards on 106 targets. Uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously, 100 targets because of the uh, limited games. George Kittle uh, broke it on 90 targets. Jalen Waddell did it on 104 targets. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, 105. 1,342 yards on 105 targets. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Operational efficiency, baby. Yeah, and Amari Cooper made it. So they're just, just you know, these, these names that pop up in the 1,000-yard club, I just always find it interesting and love to break it down because it was a magical it was a magical number at one point and now it's it's almost everybody and their mother gets in but then you see the names that are just on the outside looking in Jordan Addison didn't make it Rasheed Rice uh Evan Ingram you mentioned a little bit earlier he was right behind Travis Kelsey at 963 uh so yeah some interesting names Debo Samuel did not break a thousand yards 892 uh, for this season. How so. about one more fun with numbers? Yeah, Not about 4,000 yards. All right. We got uh, six guys as rookies have done it. Who are they? Okay. Say that again. So six players in NFL history, six rookie quarterbacks have thrown for at least 4,000 yards. Who are they? Oh, boy. Um, <sighs> Stroud's got to be one of them. Yeah, okay. actually, actually, I, I'm I'm giving uh, credit to a guy who's a first year starter, so uh, I, I screwed that up. It's only five. Okay. So Stroud joined four guys. One of them was kind of surprising, even with a big year, did, and he uh, got to four thousand. Did Justin Herbert do it? Herbert did it. Did Manning? Nope. Uh, 
No, it's 4,000 interceptions his rookie year. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> this is true. Uh, did, did, did Big Ben do it? Nope. Okay. Marino? Nope. Gosh. It's got to be recent, guys. More guys recent, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I am completely... I'm, I'm completely uh, blanking. One of them was a big news story this week. Oh, Flacco? No. no why? Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. My days just all run together. Oh, he's kind of a oh, bit. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, the, once you have the child, uh, you have no idea what day it is. You just get up and do it again. Uh, uh, so we go got ahead, Herbert. Bruce. We got Stroud. That's good. Uh. Uh, we are not going to play fast money. I can tell you that much. Because <laughs> I was trying to give credit to Sam Howell, but he was technically oh, okay. a second-year guy. Oh, okay. okay. But there are three others. Oh, All geez. in the last dec- well, decade plus. Hmm. Decade plus. plus. So go back to the beginning uh, of last, the last decade. Yeah, and I'm... Josh yeah. Allen? Nope. Jameis? Jameis got there, uh, yeah. so there's our story from the week. All right. Yep. <laughs> Two more. Uh, Wentz? Nope. Wentz or Goff? No. Nope. How about 2011-2012? Um, 2011-2012. Gosh. Uh, Cam? Cam got there. Mm. All right. And 2012? Luck? You got it. Ah, all right, there we go. We got there. All right. I just got all excited because we got Sam Howell to 4,000. Sure. And, I, and the Stroud, yeah. Stroud number had already gotten there by the time I did the show Sunday morning. So I was mm-hmm. like, that's kind of cool. Wow. And then all the talk of, hey, Ron Rivera is going to get fired. What do you do? Whatever. It's like, you got a guy that threw for 4,000 yards. Nobody's ever cared less about a guy throwing for 4,000 yards <laughs> sure. than Sam Howell hitting that mark this year. The, well, you know, now they're in the business for drafting a quarterback because uh, of where they are. Yeah, I think he also led the league in interceptions, didn't he? I think, he I think that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen at eighteen, but Howell at, at twenty-one. Mm. Jalen Hurts was third in the league in interceptions with fifteen wow. of them. And you know, you want to know who tied for fourth? Or tied for fourth? Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tagovailoa, and Trevor Lawrence, all with fourteen interceptions. That? So. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting numbers. All right, that was fun. That was fun and numbers game. Fun with all numbers. Right. Yeah, all right, we're going to get down to the brass tacks, the six playoff games. Uh, quick thoughts on each, and then Harmon's going to give you some numbers on them. He's Mike Harmon. That's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Dan Beyer. It's all next year, and I want your flex. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, Super Wild Card Weekend is on the horizon. Six games, Browns-Texans on Saturday afternoon, then on Peacock, Dolphins-Chiefs, then the triple header on Sunday, Steelers at the Bills, Packers at the Cowboys, and the Lions entertain the Rams. And then on Monday, uh, we wrap up with Eagles-Buccaneers. Are you guys good with this slate? Eagles-Buccaneers doesn't do anything for me. The other five games do. Um, Well, maybe not Pittsburgh-Buffalo because I just – uh, if the college football playoff committee had any say in it, Pittsburgh would not be in the postseason, <laughs> but they are. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not too keen on the early game Sunday and not too keen on Monday, but everything else I'm totally game for. Yeah, I mean, the Buffalo spread keeps uh, ballooning. Started at seven and a half. Last I saw it was nine and a half, but the total was still just 35 and a half to tell you where we're at there. Uh, see if Mason Rudolph can just chuck up some moon balls along the way. Philadelphia is interesting just going back to the general sports talk because people are starting to already become disgruntled with Sirianni mm-hmm. despite a Super Bowl appearance, <laughs> you know, and everything else. Just the collapse down the stretch. Uh, certainly there we've got Flacco and Stroud. That's fun and exciting. Kansas City. Did a week off fix anything and which members of the Dolphins will actually be available for duty uh, is moderately entertaining. And let's face it, Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford and those upstart plucky. Yeah, he said plucky uh, Los Angeles Rams. I mean, come on, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that, you know, Stafford's wife posted this video (laughs) of, of Stafford looking back at his time. It was nine minutes long. Yeah, I got. I, I was started like, it. I stopped after a minute. I'm done. I stopped <laughs> at three thirty eight because I'm like, okay, this thing must be wrapping up, and then I'm like, I'm not even halfway done, <laughs> and I go, in all reality, guess what? I am one hundred percent done, and so then I moved <laughs> off of it. I don't know how it ends. I'll read the book or something. I, I have no idea. <laughs> You're but. not reading that book. <laughs> it was geez, like, like all right, like nine minutes long. Like, what are we doing here? Um, it's a lot yeah. of years to to wrap up, though, Dan. Sure, I mean, when you I put know. it in the auto generator to just say create me a story with these you know many years that i uh oh. got my ass kicked and in it was Detroit. it was bad enough because the lions are getting new uniforms next year apparently and now there's the rumor that maybe black could be making a return and i'm just uh-huh. like my goodness please no like just keep it so it was just an, and in those montages they showed you know some of the black jerseys <laughs> that the lions wore in the past and so that was 
too much to deal with. But yeah, I, I think that that should be fine. I really hope the Lions actually win, though. Like I, I don't have a team. The Seahawks didn't make the postseason, so I don't care. I'm not rooting against anyone. Oh, kind of San Francisco, to be honest. But mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, I do want the Lions to win that game. I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but you know, and, and to Mike's point. You know, I, the Dolphins may have to put us on defense, considering how many pieces they are now missing. Um, but I don't know if it's going to make too much of a difference, considering Kansas City can't get out of their own way. Uh, but remember that game in Germany was what, like seventeen to ten, or you know, it was just a, you know, a touchdown game. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much to it. There was that weird Tyree Kill turnover, but we could see much of the same on Sunday. But one of those teams going home is not some uh, in the first weekend was not something that that I thought would happen you know, a month or two ago when we were looking at uh, the playoff picture then. But that's what's going to happen. So uh, so that's intriguing to me, at least. Well, and obviously, Bursch is all excited because his Packers made the dance. Yeah. I picked them to win the division. They let me down there. Yeah. And then the Bears rolled over and played dead uh, <laughs> in a game that mattered against the Packers once again. Go figure. Do, do you think they have a chance, Bursch? Like, do you think like they have a chance to go there and win that game? I do, but it more so has to do with the thought that the Cowboys could beat themselves. Uh, otherwise, uh, I, I, I'm assuming the Cowboys are going to win this game, and that's that's fine. Like, the Packers making the playoffs this season and Jordan Love looking good is kind of the best-case scenario for what the season was going to be, so I'm good with it. Like, I'm, I'm very happy with the way, because I, you know, I go back to that conversation we had in the edit room a couple months ago when they were, like, losing to the Chargers, and you asked me do you want them to win this game and i'm like no <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're gonna win out and they they've been great since then so um you know what no this is this is great love has looked fantastic over the last month um and it i it's not a, a great spot for them having to go to to dallas facing a very strong defense but you know I, you can always kind of hope that the cowboys might beat themselves so that's that's what i'm banking on I think that's fair. No. I think that's a very fair assessment. <laughs> well, I mean, because then it becomes the the Mike McCarthy, right? Because on his, no. all of his appearances, Jerry Jones didn't exactly endorse the fact that he'd be back. Yeah. Because they got to worry about, are you going to lose Dan Quinn? What else happens? Uh, and, and does he bring back Kellen Moore? Mm. Man, what, what the hell happens but, to Kellen Moore? He's been left alone here in, in Los Angeles. But, you know, for me, guys, I, I will say this. It gives me the victory lap of Jordan Love making the playoffs because I defended that pick since the day it happened. They should have gotten a receiver. They should have done this. They should have punted. They should have done any – like, no! Go back and look at Hundley and how bad he was on a good team and what happened when Rodgers had gotten hurt before. All right, I'll stop my <laughs> diatribe. <laughs> you know, here, here's my question to you, Mike, and yep. this is a legitimate question. Would you rather have Justin Fields or Jordan Love as your quarterback? Love. I I agree with that. And I think that, like, as the Bears are trying to sort all of this out, I think they need to ask themselves that question, you know, in terms of, like, trying to figure out what to do. And it's not an A or B situation. I mean, you, you have multiple things that you could do with Chicago at that first overall pick. But since we were talking about Jordan Love, it's kind of how I was viewing because there were, you know, so much talk about what to do at number one and do you keep fields, do you not keep fields? And 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 if he was the second best quarterback on the field, you know, on Sunday, I'm guessing maybe that's your answer. At least as it comes to him. Not drafting a quarterback or just just of but how you view him, you know, where he is right now, I think 
maybe that's your answer and how Chicago should proceed. Yeah, I mean, they need an exorcism for anything having to do with the Packers anyway Mm because it's a lifetime of misery for me. Uh, in head-to-head matchups, it's just been ridiculous, uh, ridiculously lopsided. You know, when they talk rivalries, that's not a rivalry. Get our ass kicked twice a year. Occasionally play well enough to steal one, but those have been few and far between uh, as you go. I mean, Aaron Rodgers still a timeshare. He allegedly even texted Jordan Love, go beat those guys uh, before <laughs> before the game. But for Fields... Like it's the it's the great debate in all of it, right? What do you want? Behind, what's behind door number two? Are yeah. you convinced that any of these guys are the quote unquote generational guy? Because I'm sure as hell not. I mean, a lot of what made Caleb Williams special at USC is what made Justin Fields special uh, in college, and what has given him some big flashy moments here in the pros. And I think Luke Getzey's terrible. He's probably going to be fired by by time this maybe even airs as we tape this late on a Monday, early Tuesday morning. Uh, but DJ Moore made it clear what he wants. Teammates have made it all clear what they want. But, you know, again, the the way the, the league works, when you can reset the salary of the quarterback and all that stuff, I understand the business side of it. I just don't know that you're finding a, a player in this draft that's any better. Right, Michael Penix Jr. was everybody's darling in the ga- after the game against Texas. Anybody want to try to get him in the top five to ten right now after watching him get bullied around by Michigan? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. So it's one of those things. Like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, that also comes from a lot of people who watched one college football game of his. You know, at mm. the oh Texas, oh yeah, jeez, great. You know, right. Yeah. No, exactly. Right. If you watched it, a lot of close calls. And this is the first time you faced a defense that was swarming around. I mean, Pac-12, well, not exactly known no. for defense, Dan. He also doesn't run. No, and exactly. you have to be able to move. Correct. Like, you know, that's part of it as well. So, yep. Um, anyway. All right. Let's get to some daily fantasy numbers for uh, people to try to cash in on. They want to play daily fantasy during wildcard weekend. What are some numbers you like, Mike? Well, I've, I've thrown up some of the uh, fun and excitement uh, of our, our traditional top fives. So we got Allen. I've got Mahomes number two. My gut okay. just says we've got a couple of explosive plays that come jumping in, which means for fantasy purposes and daily, uh, I'm looking at Rasheed Rice as a guy that I want in my lineups as well. Another one of those guys, as we go back down our list, Dan, not too far off the 1,000-yard mark uh, for the year, despite the you know obvious inefficiencies in that offense. Dak going up against Green Bay. Uh, this is not the Bears offense coming at you, Bursch. Uh, they'll, they'll be a bit more explosive in <laughs> yeah. getting after it. Um, Jared, Jared Goff going up against the Rams. You know, just going traditional rankings here. Sure. Uh, and then we add a little bit of the, the C.J. Stroud against Cleveland. I, I don't know that we get a scoring fest. This one's at 44-and-a-half. It's a little higher total than I would have expected. Uh, given the strength of D, and then, well, we got Joe Flacco on the other side, but the offense there. Uh, from the running back position, uh, I think you're probably going to be able to, because we, we did the numbers on Tony Pollard, for daily purposes, maybe a little bit of value. Aaron Jones, because we don't have a large sample size of yeah. success, you might be able to get a little bit of love, particularly as he's catching the ball out of the backfield against Dallas. Uh, Gibbs and Cook are one and two at that position for me. And then at the wide receivers, uh, already mentioned Rasheed Rice. Nakua, a guy that's interesting to me. And then um, we talked George 
George Pickens, I'm going to go the other way and say that Deontay Johnson makes a player too. You're going to get him at great value because there is absolutely no trust of anything in the fun and exciting world of the Pittsburgh offense. Yeah, and he came up big on Saturday, you know, and, and a big play for the Steelers in that in that win. And um, there's only so many guys that Pittsburgh has to throw to. It's not like the old days where where no, it's you it. know it is Antonio Brown and Mike Wallace and. And you know, even, even Nate Washington, the, or yeah. yeah, any of those guys around, who was celebrated by the Titans uh, in the season finale, which was kind of interesting. Uh, quick ninja plays, um, both from Buffalo. How about Leonard Fournette? Question mark. Maybe seeing a little bit of time, maybe as a receiver, and then Khalil Shakir. Just as an sure. explosive play. Of course, this will be the day that Gabe Davis goes eight for one forty. <laughs> <laughs> again, but uh, I'm going to put Shakir because he, he was a big, he was instrumental well, to a lot of what they did against the Dolphins last week. So I, I think he gets some reward with a little bit of explosive uh, play, trying to uh, open things up and give them some distance. And it may be smart because you mentioned Gabe Davis. He has the PCL injury. Yeah. And there's no guarantee that he's going to play. The only, you know, the latest news that we had heard was that he hasn't been ruled out of playing in that game. So if you could get the value there um, early, uh, I say go and do it. So, Bursch, any final thoughts for Wild Card Weekend? Um, you know, normally I wouldn't tell you to stream a defense in uh, in a playoff <laughs> weekend, but stream the Bills defense. That's, that's <laughs> what I will say. <laughs> um, you don't yeah. have any faith in Mason Rudolph and company? Uh, uh, Just not, say no. Yeah, it's no. Okay. <laughs> What do you got, Dan? What are you, I, what are you thinking here? Well, you know, there's there's no survivor pick mm-hmm. uh, for me to uh, to make. So because th- that contest is all done, I I will say this: I love Cleveland in the Texans. Like I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's great great matchup. I don't know what the Texans are going to do if you're going to you know have. Denzel Ward locking up Nico Collins and Devin Singletary can't get things going. I just for some reason have Amari Cooper flying down the sidelines like in my head. I don't I don't know why. I'm not, you know, I, I have no idea, but there could be a situation where uh, and, and he's gonna cost a little bit, but um we'll we'll put Amari Cooper on the on the dartboard for this. No, one. I dig that. I dig that. I mean it's it goes back to the Joe Flacco thing since he took over, right? Um you're going to have a lot of good. You're going to have a lot of bad. I think folks have forgotten how many turnovers he actually had since he took over. I mean, he's he's near to double-digit interceptions. Sure. Uh, even with sitting out week 18. But for fantasy purposes, and, that's absolute gold because he's a guy that's going to keep firing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were, he could have thrown more. Yeah. You know, at, at, you know, at times when they beat the Jets and, uh, you know, the final Thursday night game of the year, there were a bunch. But that's for a guy who just doesn't care. You know, let's just throw it. That's what you need. And so I love it. Playing yeah. with house money. Those are my favorite quarterbacks, especially down the stretch in fantasy land. Yeah, it should be fun. I mean, really. Then if you think of the possibilities for the matchups in the following week, yeah, I think uh, you know, NFL playoffs uh, rarely disappoint. Last right. one for you before okay. we say goodbye. The Peacock game. Everybody's up in arms over. It's like, shut up. Don't watch then. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. Here's six bucks. Yeah, there's, there. It's just one of those points in 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 history in time where you end up making that decision. I, I, it's not a big deal to me. I've had 
Peacock for the last couple of years. You know, now with the Big Ten and signing their agreement, it's almost, you know, mandatory. And I remember I remember the days in first you won't remember these days because you don't care about the Big Ten. <laughs> but in getting the Big Ten network and being able to like if there was a way that I could have gotten the Big Ten network in its infancy living out here in California, I would have done so. Sure. I, you know, I would have, you know, paid any fee to be able to to see that. And so now that there's like an option to do that, uh yeah. All right. Awesome. Sweet. I could just get it on my smart TV and not have to watch it on a small computer screen. Yeah. Not a, not a big deal. You can't look at it as like you're paying seven ninety nine or whatever the cost is to watch an NFL game. You have to just basically say, all right, would I pay seven ninety nine for this channel? You know, and that's that's how you got to look at it. Yeah, and if not, you move on. Yeah, exactly. Right? You'll, you'll get updates on your phone and yeah. you'll miss it. And in the home cities. Right, the teams that are playing, it's on Nash regular television, like it would have been any anyway. Like you don't have to have Peacock if you're in Kansas City. Nope, that's so, correct. So yeah, the hometown fans don't get screwed like so many people are bloviating all over the place. Get some facts, people. I like hot takes as much as the next guy, but come on, man. Uh, I did watch the all the LA games that were on the streaming services just locally. It just saved me from you know opening up the app but no, that's, that's right. just yeah. more of a comment on how lazy i am <laughs> all right hey man so. you take advantage of opportunity as it knocks baby that <laughs> guy, that's the way it's got to be uh absolutely all right guys uh that'll do it then for our uh wild card preview and so much more again i want your flex for the rest of the way coming down once a week later on throughout this postseason we'll end up doing our 2024 uh, look ahead draft where we will end up drafting our top 60 players who we think uh can cash in next year but that's going to go down the line we'll have a new episode uh, after this one coming up next week recapping the wild card weekend and looking ahead to the divisional playoffs so for mike Harmon and our executive producer ryan bershinger i'm dan buyer enjoy wild card weekend we'll talk to you next week here on i want your flex at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.